Welcome to College Unbound, the weekly podcast by Focus Collegiate, dedicated to diverse learning in the college environment. Welcome to College Unbound. I'm Jane Taylor here with Grant Liebersberger. In our last podcast, we introduced Focus Collegiate and Grant, its founder, and we're here with him today to talk about student buy-in. In our previous podcast, we discussed resonant relationships. Today, we'll delve into how Focus Collegiate inspires student engagement and collaboration. College can be tricky for anyone. Students can easily lose direction and fall behind. How does Focus Collegiate encourage students to get on board with their own success? Well, thanks again for doing this again, Jane. Uh, it's really My a pleasure. pleasure to come together with you again today. I think one of the things that is worth talking about prior to Focus Collegiate trying to attain student engagement in our process is, is a college student ready for the experience. We go through a fairly long analysis with the student and other collateral service providers or other high school supports to determine whether a student is actually ready for the collegiate experience and can benefit from what we do. And so we spend a fair amount of time talking about, for most of our students, intellectual horsepower is not the issue. They're, they're, they're ready, they're intellectually, they're, they can handle most anything that colleges throw at them. However, mm -hmm. we do have to talk a little bit about if the student is ready from a self-determination standpoint, uh, you know, or volition. Do they have goals? What is their vision of college and what it's supposed to look like? We spend a fair amount of time talking about expectations versus reality. And that is huge right now. If you can imagine in our current time of COVID, the expectations oh, sure. and the reality are far divergent, which is a stumbling block, I think, for many of our students currently. Is a student ready to partner with supports? Have they taken advantage of that in the past? Are they, do they understand their learning profile? Is, do they understand how they are as a learner? And and by the process of us asking these questions with students, we start building a relationship. And I think if you ask anyone, my team, our students or parents, what we do best, I think we would probably land on the fact that we have uh, the best relationship that we can possibly have with the student. We find that nothing nothing occurs uh, successfully without that relationship. And it's the basis for everything that we do. And so we put a lot of effort in the front end. And by having that relationship and having transparency with the student, we, we are in the first steps of creating the buy-in that the student needs, uh, oftentimes in order to avail themselves of our own supports, but also supports on the college campus. And there's a number of ways in which we Know, generate buy-in as a result of having that relationship. Some students come into this idea that they've had services that have come to them in high school, like it or not, and, and they don't want to uh, repeat that process because they want to be an independent or demonstrate that they are an independent learner. So we have to spend a little bit of time dispelling what Focus Collegiate is and isn't 
And, uh, and what for most of our students, what they want to hear is we're not going to treat you like a kid. Uh, we're in fact going to treat you as an adult and have a very adult relationship. We, we are in the business of helping students achieve their own vision and goals. And I'm sure in subsequent episodes of College Unbound, we'll talk about the intentional change theory and how neuroscience backs up support models that are aligned with student vision. But we are really in the business of connecting with our students where they are at and with their goals in mind. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that already in the very early stages of developing the relationship that you are getting clarity between expectations and reality. Students might accept expect something that they experienced in high school and yet no no this is a different animal we're adults working together as a team i like how we cut right to the chase and you develop this wonderful resonant relationship from the beginning how do you hold students accountable how does focus collegiate keep students accountable to their goals sure well again part of part of helping students hold themselves accountable is how we reframe reframe that um mm -hmm because these are the student's goals. This is the student plan. By engaging the student in their understanding of their learning profile, how support works for them in the past, how it might work for them on a college campus, we do have to spend some time educating a student on what the differences are between high school and college and, mm -hmm. and, and, and what the support on the campus looks like in between high school and college and then what we bring to the table. We do that in a context of, again, treating the young adult like a young adult and not like a child and engaging them in their own self-structuring techniques. We develop this plan called the learning agenda, which is in essence, and we'll talk about this again with the intentional change theory, it's the difference between where students' self-assessment skills are, where they have lagging or weaknesses in their profile and where their strengths are and where those gaps are, are the opportunity for growth. And once we can help a student identify what those gaps are, then we can create a learning agenda, which is driven by the student. We can target our quote unquote interventions or our support that is really tailored to where the student's at, what their understanding is of the gap and how we are going to rectify the gap or make improvements in, in, in the relative weakness so that the student will eventually become a more independent learner, which is really the goal. And when students hear that we're all about independence <laughs> and not about micromanaging, mm -hmm. that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good avenue for student buy-in. And as they realize that we're also not their parents, uh, that is also a, kind of a built-in strength that our organization has. And I think most parents would agree. You answered my question before I asked it, which is lovely about lagging, developing lagging areas for students. Here's a surprise question for you. How do you get parents to buy in? Because I imagine that parents have their own gaps between their expectations and their reality, and they have their own perception of their student, their young person's abilities and lagging areas. How do you address that gap with parents? How do you get parents to buy in? Sure. For many of our parents, they come to us with a deep desire to let go. They have spent an, an entire academic career, an entire life supporting 
their child in becoming an adult and now they are ready to watch them move on towards independence and let go. And yet they oftentimes don't know how to do it. It's uh, not uncommon for parents to have overfunctioned for a young adult with a learning difference. And, um, and therefore the student has gotten to a place in time where they have demonstrated some success, but there is some concern that without the support of the parent, that the student might be less capable than anybody thinks, including the student. Mm -hmm. And so that's where, and so parents usually come to us with that stance. Please help me try to figure out how I can step back and, and still be comfortable because I tell parents all the time, it's not in a parent's job description to watch their kid fail. Mm -hmm. So they have rightfully stepped in and provided a frame and a layer of supports that is now developmentally and age appropriate for them to start letting go. But yet we don't exactly know what the student capabilities are in a vacuum. When I approach parents in that level of the conversation, it's more of a partnership than it is uh, an educative process in that parent comfortability via our relational model and our relationships is just as important as the student because the parent-child dynamic has to shift as well. The mm. parents have to be able to take a step back and allow the young adult to demonstrate their independent living capacity without micromanaging even forward into the college experience, which is another challenge in our COVID-19 is that we have a lot of young people who are taking classes at their requisite college, but they're still under the parents' roof and the parents just can't stop watching mm. just because of proximity. And so how do we partner with the parents on when it's appropriate to let go? How do you change the questioning or the path of questioning with, the, with your child or young adult so that it becomes a more partnership than it is a parent-child relationship, which is what we all experience when we grow out of adolescence and into young adulthood. And then we also have a layer of parent support through both our uh, partnership with a technology platform and uh, the parent coaches that go along that, because parents aren't gonna magically snap their fingers as well and be able to change their behavior. So we make sure that the parents have the requisite support to be able to uh, make this a uh, positive enterprise. It's interesting thinking about micromanaging forward, I can't tell you how many masks I've mailed to my son in Montana. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> here's, here's another mask. I have two questions from, from this conversation. As parents, can you give us a few tips? What do we do first to start to step away? I know you're not the parent coach and <laughs> that Focus Collegiate has, has parent coaches, but I know that you're involved. Sure. For experimentation with various levels of letting go and seeing where parent your as a parent your comfortability is, and oftentimes that might mean helping your kid, for lack of a better word, or young adult find an independent setting where there are say lower consequences. And so even if that's out of the home, I mean, obviously in this time we have more challenges than normal, but, you know, summer camps and other activities where students, young adults have to go and demonstrate independent living in an environment that's out of the home and having a good report or the student self-report that they had a positive experience there 
will increase parent comfortability in letting go because you've seen demonstrated success in that area. Also working on independent living skills while the student is still under your roof, because if you, if parents are comfortable that they know that, A, the student can remember to take their medication and they know how to feed themselves and they know how to do laundry, all of these things increase parent comfortability in letting go. The more challenging scenarios that we find are parents who have done everything for the young adult with the with the magical thinking that once they push them out of the car in college, that all of these skills are going to be already embedded when the student has never had any opportunity to practice. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we recommend to parents is get in groups with other parents who are going through similar things. We, as part of our parent coaching platform, we have monthly parent seminars where we not only speak to certain issues, but we allow parents, it's a support group and, uh, and parents get really good ideas from each other especially if you get a group of parents together who have all kind of walked the same journey, which is Mm. a student having student with a learning diverse learning profile, like we serve many of them have very common threads of reality that they can share with each other and little tips. Uh, Oftentimes parents talking to each other is far more effective than the quote unquote expert in, uh, in providing support. Yeah. And now getting back to the real expert, the student themselves, you said something about um, talking about having confidence in the student's ability, a lack of confidence in their ability, including the student's lack of confidence. So how do you address that lack of confidence when you're working on this developing relationship and working on a collaborative kind of relationship, a partnership? Yeah. The best, uh, most confidence-inspiring thing we can do is have a successful first semester. Uh, And um, there's no amount of crystal ball that we can necessarily pull out and show a student that this is how it's going to magically work. And by addressing that reality and saying we're here to help prepare for every eventuality and, and run through every scenario and walk the journey with the student with in all the ways that we do, providing unbounded support, making sure that students can come to us whenever, um, making sure that we're addressing problem areas and helping students not get behind. All of those things are confidence inspiring and build ultimately what we're looking for, which is the self-advocacy skills, the, and I'm sure we'll talk about this in, pre, in subsequent podcasts, but uh, the right self-advocacy skills, the right resiliency capacity, the right quote unquote psychological flexibility to deal with problems and to bounce back. And all of those at the core really build self-confidence, but self-confidence is infectious in that it builds upon previous success and helping a student go into their college experience with a realistic approach that for many of our students, we are, we're saying to them in advance, four classes is great ambition. However, in order for us to have success, maybe it's a good idea to cut down uh, into three classes to to make sure we're going to have success and a student isn't going to be overwhelmed. Or maybe let's pivot from the one-on-one class of your greatest disinterest to the class of highest interest so that the classes that the student is taking in the beginning are relevant. And all of Mm. these things are in service to the student having success in their initial college experience, which builds, ultimately builds the confidence. Nice. In service to the student's success is a wonderful way of looking at how focused collegiate 
operates in these great relationships with students. Well, thank you, Grant, for another interesting conversation about College Unbound, how students can find success in college. Wonderful stuff. Thank you. My pleasure, Jane.